This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Curly or straight? Natural or relaxed? Short or long? Weave or trackless? Braids? Twists? And everything in between. A black woman's hair is her daily statement to the world. Our hair can affect our moods. It has its own vocabulary. It bonds us together in our style successes and struggles. Yet something so essential to black identity is often misunderstood by people outside of our culture. Black hair has only recently been given its due in the world of mainstream beauty. So one admirer of black women's hair wants to change that. In his new book, Crowns, My Hair, My Soul, My Freedom, world-famous photographer Sandro Miller puts portraits of everyday black women from Chicago to parts of Africa and their various hairstyles on a pedestal. And he joins us now with more on the book. Hi, Sandro. Welcome to Reset. Well, hello, Sasha. And thank you so much for having me on. I'm very honored. So I got to start off with your book and this presentation, Sandro. It is absolutely stunning. I mean, it's huge. It's perfect as a coffee table book. And it's packed with, I think, the most vibrant portraits. Well, thank you very much, Sasha. I mean, this was... uh... It was something that I wanted to do. It is a a gift that I wanted to give to the black community, celebrating, you know, the diversity and the art, art, artistry and the power of black women's hair. Yeah. You know, it's a project about highlighting the many many ways in which black black hair and how women embrace their hair. And it just really for me was something I wanted to give as a gift to our our Chicago blacks, our African, our worldwide black community. But, you know, people may be wondering why you, a white man from Elgin, Illinois, has published a book about black women and their hair. So tell us more, Sandra, why this topic and what or who was the inspiration? Sasha, I'm married to a a very, very, very beautiful black woman, Claudia. I met Claudia about 18 years ago. She um, walked into a gallery that I was having a, an exhibition, um, and I saw this woman walk in, and she was just absolutely stunning. And on top of her hair was this beautiful crown of wild flowers. You know, I just imagined uh, walking through a deep forest and coming across this beautiful patch of wild flowers, how we always stop and, and, and examine. And we just realized the beauty in these wild flowers. And, you know, I instantly fell in love with this woman. And, and with Claudia, you know, Claudia was my initial inspiration for this book, you know, and then together, uh, we began to notice throughout the city of Chicago as, you know, corporate laws began to become more lenient towards how black men and black women could wear their hair to work. We started spotting women with just the most amazing hairstyles, whether it would be beads or braids or cornrows or wearing it natural or wearing it with wigs, coloring it. Um, you know, every time we would see somebody walking on the street, we'd point it out to each other and go, oh my God, look at that. It's just so beautiful and so amazing. So, you know, I came to the decision that I really need to, as a photographer, you know, we're about documenting and we're about, um, supplying evidence to the world that something really did happen. And this change of black women's hair really was happening. And that's, you know, that's where initially where the, the whole thought of the book came from, the project came from. And yeah. when we had such a great, great response at uh, Chicago Expo uh, about four or five years ago, and people were coming up to these 10, 11 photographs and just were awe-inspired, I knew that I had to take this project to, to Africa. So we headed to Johannesburg and Dakar, 
and started documenting women and their hair in, in those two cities of Africa. Wow, very interesting. I know yeah. that over the years, too, obviously, uh, being married to, as you call her, Claudie. Uh, her name uh, is Claudeline. I, I love your, uh, your name for her. She's told you about some struggles, too, right? I know that you've witnessed some changes she's had to go through, especially working in the corporate world. Yeah, yeah. Well, my wife, you know, she was part of the corporate world. And, of course, she had to abide by the rules of what they needed to uh have her, you know, how she had to wear her hair. And so she, you know, she let me in on her story and how she was, you know, held back on wearing her hair uh, naturally the way that she wanted to. And uh, throughout this book, Sasha, you know, I photographed nearly 400 women. I would ask every single woman uh, the struggles that, that they had, you know, and, you know, there was terrible name calling. There was uh, job discrimination. They were stories of uh, being sent home from school because of wearing braids or beads. Uh, it's just, you know, to me, it, it, it often it brought me to my knees and I just felt, uh, you know, really heavy in pain uh, for these women, knowing what they had to go through as a child. And especially, you know, the name calling and the, you know, the, the, the moms uh, not wanting their children to go through this pain yeah. that they knew that they were going to go through in school and then sitting with them you know, every single weekend for four, five, six hours, combing through their hair, straightening their hair, using chemicals, using different types of irons, burning their hair. And it was absolutely torturous. And so that's, you know, that's a big part of what this book is, is, you know, these women's voice talking about what they went through. And for me, Sasha, what I see this book as is something that a black mother will sit down with her child and and show her these beautiful photographs of all these different hairstyles and let their children know how beautiful yeah. they are and how beautiful their hair is. Well, well, let's talk about this this book. The way you've arranged it, I find absolutely gorgeous. You made this creative choice for, uh, you've got about 140 portraits in here, uh, and you, you sort of paint each woman's face and upper body black, like literally covering their brown skin with black, yeah. right? There are mm -hmm. pops of color in their hairstyles, um, also in the, the, the backgrounds. But why did you choose to present the women this way? Well, there's, there's two reasons, really. First, you know, I will say that I've been, uh, I'm a huge, huge, huge Carrie James Marshall fan. And I love what Carrie has, you know, done with his, his black figures and taken it to that really deep, rich, rich, beautiful black but there was really another purpose why I did this. And, you know, amongst the black community, when you travel to different countries that have, uh, uh, that is heavy populated in black, you know, you will find a range, a skin tone of black, all the way from what they call a high yellow to a deep, 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 dark blue black. And within that uh, range of black, there is a tremendous amount of prejudice you know, in the black community. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the whites, they, they feel are always more privileged and the darker you are, the lower you are on this totem pole. And I felt, I, I just, I, I mean, that again brings to me a lot of pain to know that within a, a, a culture, a black culture within itself, there's so much animosities towards color. So yeah. I wanted to, to really equalize uh, everybody here. And I wanted to make everybody, to me, look incredibly beautiful. And I do think that this black, black makes every single one of these very beautiful people even more striking. And also what it does, Sasha, it really allows the viewer 
to first equalize everybody. You, you'll also see them not, nobody's wearing any clothes. Not that you're seeing anything of any nudity. It's it's shoulders and up. yes, it's just but shoulders you, up. Yeah, and but then you don't have uh, you know you can't judge somebody by what they're wearing. So I'm trying to take all judgment out of the viewers look at these at these portraits. But then I really want them to concentrate on the hairstyles. And by taking this to a deep, deep, dark black, your eye yeah. will go right to the hairstyle. And I, I appreciate your 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 deep uh, understanding, Sandro, of you know not just the complicated hair journey that we face as black women. That I, of course, I know all too well myself. But you know, just yeah. even your your discussion there on on colorism. I understand you kind of um, you conducted an informal focus group of sorts, right? Asking I, black women about this book and, and sort of pitching the idea. How did they receive it? Well, you know, first, um, Sasha, every single woman that entered my studio, whether it was in Johannesburg or if it was in Dakar or it was here in my studio in Chicago, I showed them exactly what I was doing and the process. And I talked about my reasoning behind it. And again, out of over 400 women, I had not one bad response of the work that I was doing. And it was really you know, kind of glorified. They were, they just really wanted to be part of this book because they all had their own, you know, their, their own experiences with their hair that they wanted to tell. And I think that they're all, they were all ready to just stand up on that pedestal and say, look at me. I am beautiful with my hair, no matter how I'm wearing it. And so it was a very, very positive response uh, from all every woman that I photographed. So I knew I had something here that I could share with the world, and it would be a positive message. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and our guest is Sandro Miller, an award-winning photographer who's published a book of portraits lifting up the often complicated hair journey uh, of black women. It's called Crowns, My Hair, My Soul, My Freedom. Sandro, I thought you had an interesting story here because Andrew, uh, actress Angela Bassett who we know has rocked some very bold hairdos over the years. Uh, she wrote your foreword of your book. Tell us how that came about, because I know she initially turned you down, right? Yeah, yeah, she she did. Well, you know, I, I know I needed somebody very important with a, a, a very powerful voice in, in the Black community to write my introduction. You know, again, being a, a white male, um, you know, I used... Uh, black hair and makeup people. I, I used black writers in my in my book, and it was very important for me to get somebody as powerful as as Angela. And I happen to have a very close friend who's a major jazz star here in Chicago, Cahil Elzabar, who's a really really dear friend with Angela, and he helped me put, get in contact. And the funny story about that is is that I sent Angela my photographs to uh, ask her about writing the introduction of my book on Super Bowl Sunday. So her assistant approached her while she was watching the game, and uh, Angela just really quickly just shut her down and said, uh-uh, I'm not like <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, I am. I don't have no time for this do man. Not, do, <laughs> do not bother me right now. Yeah. So, you know, later in the game, I mean, Angela's assistant was uh, sitting next to her and making these kind of ooh and ah sounds, and Angela just turned to her and said, what are you looking at? And she said, I'm looking at those beautiful portraits that this gentleman would like you to write the introduction to his book. And Angela said, let me see that, please. And she saw three or four photographs and she said, I'm writing the forward to this book. That's awesome. So it's been a blessing. You know, it does help, uh, you know, you know, I, I think warm, you know, the black community knowing, you know, that if, if there is any harsh feelings with a, 
uh, a white male doing this book. I hope that they only know that it was completely out of love. And this is just another step forward for me to, you know, to bridge that gap and, and, and let this community know that we love them. The uh, U.S. House of Representatives recently passed the Crown Act, which that's a, a groundbreaking piece of legislation truly aimed at uh, prohibiting discrimination that you talked about based on uh, race-based hairstyles like cornrows, locks, twists. How did that news affect the timing of your book, Sandro? Well, you know, the Crown Act, which means create a respectful and open world for natural hair. Sasha, it was so important. And, and really, for me, I wasn't really thinking about so much my book or book sales, but I was thinking about these women who are finally being able to wear their hair naturally the way that they want to at a job, whether they're a teacher or or a banker, uh, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, that they could wear their hair naturally the way that their ancestors wore their hair and not be discriminated upon. You know, it's not completely passed in every state yet. We're still fighting for this, Sasha, and we hopefully one day that it'll be a federal law and there'll be no discrimination throughout the United States for, for women's hair. You you say that uh, though Crowns focuses on black women, your, your book, it's a book for everyone. It right? really is. Yeah. It's, it's also about educating, you know, our, our Caucasian community. You know, I think that if somebody uh, were to pick this up and maybe not be so familiar with black hair, they'd learn a lot about black hair. They would learn a lot of what uh, black men and black women have gone through in their lives uh, with uh, inequalities and uh, discriminations, name calling, uh, and just, you know, the, the pain that they have gone through. So I, I think that this is a book for all people. I'd love to see it, Sasha, in libraries across the USA so people could pick this book up, share it with their families, and, and, and really, let's all grow. How would you describe your, your photography style, Sandra, for, for those who might not be familiar with it? Yeah, well, I think that I'm uh, kind of a, a cultural archaeologist. You know, I, I photograph cultures, you know, um, you know, I do work in the advertising world. That's where I make my money. But, you know, I have 15 books out. I go out and I photograph cultures where I'm, whether it's being the, the biker culture, the bullfighting culture, whether I go to Morocco and shoot people on the streets with the jobs that they have, or I go into the jungles of Papua New Guinea. Wow. And I'm always photographing cultures. And this book that I just, just did, Crowns, fits right into that. Sandro Miller is a director, photographer, and author. His stunning new photo book, Crowns, My Hair, My Soul, My Freedom, is available now. Sandro, thank you so much for joining us. Sasha, you're so welcome. Thank you very much for having me on. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.